road leads? Then hear this, all ye people. Give ear, all ye inhabitants of the world, both high and low, rich and poor together. Do you indeed speak righteousness? Do you judge uprightly, all ye sons and daughters of men? And do you judge as others judge? For as you judge, you shall be judged. And if you condemn, you are condemned. Pass on. But there is no return. And this podcast is brought to you by Lamborghini El Diablo. Lamborghini El Diablo. Smart, savvy, dependable. Kelly Blue Book says its resale value is higher than Honda. And J.D. Power & Associates says it's got a three-star safety rating, which is good for a sports car. Sure, they cost $200,000, but they last twice as long. Guys, check out Lamborghini El Diablo. Type this podcast in the box and get 10% off. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, yeah, baby. Where are you going to be this March 30th and 31st? I know where I'm going to be. Oh, yeah. At the first annual Swinger Sex Fest. March 30th and March 31st at the Hyatt Regency, Minneapolis, Minnesota. Swingers, BDSM, kink, orgy, playrooms. Contact. I still hate the word play with this, but whatever. Contests. Contests. Like, how about see if you can stand to let someone fuck your wife with not reacting? How's that for a contest? Entertainment. Again, someone fucking your wife. Enter the promo code CONFESS for 25% off the tickets. Honestly, me and the Brown Bomber, Tevin Pittman, are going to be down there ourselves. And, uh, well, like, really, I think it's going to be really fun. And I hope that people show up who are just curious about it because goddamn no one's fucking Mrs. Noah, I'll tell you that, and I'm going to be there. But uh, I might take a run at somebody. What the hell? I got to get her permission first. Um, but, yeah, come down. Please enter the promo code CONFESS for 25% off your tickets. And let's go down there and let's have a good time. Look at people have sex. Thank you. Hey, guys, one thing I, uh, I almost forgot. I'm going to be doing a weekend of shows at Comedy Corner Underground in Minneapolis, March 2nd and 3rd. That's this week. So come on out. Buy tickets. It's a small place, and I think it's going to sell out. Better goddamn sell out. And uh, we have some really cool stuff going on with it. For listeners of the show, we're going to have some uh, some of the people who are subjects of episodes are now going to be at the show. So um, you can come there and see some of these people who were previously anonymous and see if they match up to your imagination and ask them questions that I forgot to. And, uh, of course, Tevin Pittman is going to be there as well. Um, so come say hi to him and say hi to us, and we'd love to see you out there. Hey, guys, welcome to the next installment of Television Debut. Uh, it's the, our little sub-series where we're interviewing comics about their first time doing network television. And uh, what we're finding is they're great conversations because it's so emotionally loaded and we watch the episode with the people at the end, and then they break down, and we have a good time. So uh, this week's episode is with the macho, the thin, the deaf, the emaciated, sexually liberated Steve Gillespie. Um, he's got hearing aids, can't hear a goddamn thing, um, which helps because in his set there's no fucking laughter, I'll tell you that. I'm joking. Steve is truly... One of my favorite comics to watch. Um, he's a fellow negative person, and I like that. 
and I love doing this episode with him. He uh, he had uh, some kind of uncomfortable circumstances for his set. I think he views it as a negative experience, and uh, he. I don't know. He's so much like me that I, I like. I feel like I'm seeing my future with him. But I can't say enough about him as a comic. Uh, go see him. He's worth it. And uh, enjoy this episode. So thank you for listening. To get the thing started, Steve um, basically started a little bit before me in comedy, and that's the only reason he's been on TV and I have not. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's really what it is. It's a uh, time it's thing. Time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's they hang around long enough. <laughs> Start no. to stopwatch the first time you go on stage. And <laughs> that's pretty much it. No, so... Um, I'm a huge, huge Steve Gillespie fan, and I think everyone there should listen to his shit. But Steve's first network debut he did on the Conan O'Brien show. That's right. That's right. 2016, uh, April. April and 2016. So so I try to ask this as a general question without you going into too much whatever uh, detail with it, but were you happy with your set? No. Okay. No, not at all. And how long had you been doing comedy to that at point? At that point, I would have been... Uh, nine years. Nine years. So ten at that year, point, no, it would have been ten. It would have been about ten. I think years. ten. Right around yeah. there. Yeah. So I think years. I'm at ten now, yeah, or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Basically, were you? Um, so if I would have asked you before you got that call, would you have said you're ready for your late night debut? I don't think I ever thought about if the fact if I was ready or not. I think that I just knew that it had to happen, and we'll see. Right, we'll right. See, and I kind of feel I, even now today, like headlining show. Like, are, are you ready to do an hour of new? You know, with n- ten new minutes that you've been working on. Right. Are you ready? I don't know. Right. Am I? <laughs> yeah. I, I kind of feel like are, there's always that. There's always that. Uh, just you feel uncertain. Yeah. And that gives you that adrenaline. That's what gives you because it's who knows. It's in the moment of a. You know, you don't know what's gonna happen. I had obviously never been on TV before at that point, um, so I didn't really know. I didn't right. really know if I was Yeah, ready. and I think generally, you know, I hate to ruin this for any comic who comes on and says otherwise, but, yeah. I, like, I almost wouldn't trust a comic who'd be like, yeah, like, yeah, I was ready. Absolutely. Yeah. Unless you're many, many years in, but the way that I've said to myself that I'm ready is not that I'm ready to do the set. It's that. Well, fuck! I've been doing it this long. I better be ready. Yeah, it's more I, than that. Yeah, and it's it's almost like for me, I I just have this weird like multiple, like two faced personality of like one side of me is ultra confident and like ready to take on the world and like I'm better than everybody else, and then the other side is the complete opposite of like I hate myself. There's no reason why anyone should ever think this is funny. So it's like those two competing kind of thing, and I feel like and it's like a day-to-day basis of which person I am, and I feel like on that day even I woke up the wrong person really? for the set where I was like I didn't I'm not feeling confident and like yeah that's very interesting because uh, that's basically one of the things that I was going to ask you right away is is how do you typically react to pressure and how do you you know like in your past with Mm-hmm. sports or whatever are you someone who's good under pressure or not again i think it's like it's it, it sometimes i am sometimes i step up and it's i'm like i surprise myself other times i shit the bed so i say you're myself. you're average under pressure average yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. i think i'm very human right very right. very human yeah so, so 
for me personally, I used to, like, my thing was, for sports, I was just like that. And then comedy was the first thing where I felt like I always delivered under mm-hmm. pressure. Until someone recently, you get older, and then you start to waver because you put too much into it and sure. all that stuff. So, sure. I mean, uh, would you say that would be the same for you? Isn't that interesting to think about? Like, there was a time in stand-up, there was a period where I was, like, so confident and overconfident and and undeservingly so and like just i just didn't understand it yeah i i my abilities had surpassed my understanding of what stand-up was at that point and i wish that i would have done my stand-up my first stand-up tv set at that point oh like seven years in six something like five that. six, six yeah, yeah. you know where you're like why am i not headlining yep. i just crush for 20 minutes i should be on every fucking and then you as you get through that phase and then you go to the next phase and then you start and then you move to la and you see like holy shit there's fucking nine thousand of me yeah and like of course like why do i ever have thought that this was something special that's the humbling thing is to see yeah. that not not that there are a bunch of people funnier than you necessarily. Not funnier, But no. that there's a thousand as funny as you. Exactly. You know? They're all in the same. Like, any given night, they could crush. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. No, I Where you thought at, at that five-year point, you're like, holy shit, I'm crushing. And yeah. I'm looking around the Minneapolis community, and there's no one, you know, there's two or three guys that town. can do that. <laughs> that can do that. And at any given night, and then right. you realize, like, ah, well, you're in... A fucking frozen town, right? I would say that's got to be a product of being in Minneapolis, where yes, there's a great comedy scene, but there's not the vast number of people doing comedy as opposed to exactly New York. Exactly, no question. What? What? um, So okay, so you were average under pressure. What real average? (laughs) Real average under pressure. How? How did the opportunity come up? Like, I mean, how did it? How? How did the ball start rolling? And that's that. Here's the thing: is like you to get to even get to that point. Yeah, sure. I wasn't happy with the set. Yeah, sure. Maybe I folded under pressure. But to even get to that point, you do need to be exceptional. Yeah. There's absolutely. There's no doubt about no that. No question. Because you're not. They're not even looking at you unless they know that. Especially being a white male, one thousand percent white male in the comedy community, the comedy world, like you need to be exceptional. And that's not a knock on anybody that's not a white male. That's just the way it is. And if you want to say that it's not, then you're just you're lying. You're why just lying you yourself. Why do you keep women and minorities down? Do I? <laughs> no, I said why do you? <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it's I mean, there's there's just so many of us. Yes. No, so it to, is to, true. To, to get to that point, there's a lot of you guys. They're there not scanning. so many of us. So so many of us, and. So I needed to be really funny consistently for about eight years. And then I had a bunch of people, you know, I would say upwards of 10 people recommend me to the booker at Conan, the, the guy that booked the actual Would you like to comics. shout out some of those comics? Sure. Uh, Roy Scoville. Okay. Um, Big name. Jimmy Pardo. Big name. Um also depend on that whoever it is there's I'm a quinn quinn dale who's not as big of a name but he's a, a very funny comic um who i just shit all over by not saying he's a very big name <laughs> um and then there was uh the people at rooftop comedy uh dominique dalbini um they had recommended me and that might have actually been the one where they actually watched my tape because i had given them tapes i kept i kept making tapes and just like hey can you get this tape to him that's what I kept doing, and then, so, and then so eventually he watched one of the tapes, 
and then he was like, Hey, do you have, you know, then JP, the, the booker at Conan reached out and he was like, Hey, you know, I've seen, I've heard your name a few times. I've watched some of your tapes. I want to see some more. Let's see, you know, so then I sent him like a 20 minute tape and, um, you know, then they started doing the process of like, okay, what's, let's cut out. Here's all the things we like. Here's all the things we don't like. We want to see a five minutes out of this. We want to see a five minutes out of this. And, uh, really, you're so the first person I've heard actually do to send a large block like that because that's well, exactly I didn't at what first. I'd like to do. I did enough. <laughs> you know, yeah, if you got yeah, yeah, yeah. To, I right? do too, actually. Yeah, I did not at first. I, they were all shorter sets at first, but then he asked for the larger set. He's like, these short ones don't work, and just give me a wider. <laughs> right. Yeah. What? What? Um, so when you had Rory Scovel, for instance, were you sending tapes with those very first people, or were you more just, hey, drop my name? And yeah, it was more like I, I was consistently putting up short clips, like five minute clips on my YouTube page, um, not publicly, but just just so I had. Them. Right. So then anytime anybody was like, hey, you know, uh, you know, I'll recommend you to whatever, if whether it was Conan or a club or whatever, like, OK, take this, you know, here's the link to right. this tape. Here you go. And that's basically what I did. So um, I worked. God damn it. I wish I could remember his name. This makes me sound awful. Um, Indianapolis comic, Indianapolis, Gre- uh, or not now, but Greg Warren. Yeah, yeah, Greg. yeah, yeah. Greg Warren. Uh, he was the guy, the first guy who told me to every six months work on your TV set, like take one week every six months and work on your TV six and like to do that, which of yeah. course I've never done even once, <laughs> even close, and I can't because I can't bear. I mean, for a lot of comics, uh, guys like Steve and I. Um, your TV set is not even close no, to what not you would anywhere near ideal. what I'm doing. Yeah. Right. And right. that would yeah. probably be good to do just because it breaks the monotony of doing the same, working on your same normal set over and over. So but it's actually the opposite. It's actually the opposite. I get what you're saying, and you're yeah. right, but it's actually the opposite because with a TV set, you have to be so tight with everything. And it's like A, B, C, D, E. Those are my five jokes. Where, like, how we work, all right, we're going to get on stage and we're going to fuck off. And then we're right. gonna like see where it goes, bounce mm-hmm. off this guy, bounce off this guy, and then like put some crazy idea of a set together, and that's super fun for us. But when you're like, okay, I gotta tape a five minute thing out of this, I gotta be really tight with like, it sucks. It I, sucks. I think you're both right. It sucks, Dick. You're right, but I think he's right that it's like we should do it. Oh no, we yeah, should no, try, absolutely, like, yeah. Unquestionably, yeah, good, yeah. it's what's missing from my, you know, no, because we, we don't get into comedy to have discipline no right absolutely not right. and we've always agreed on this it's like we never we got into comedies because because comedy because we don't like rules yes that's why it's the whole thing yeah we you have to fuck off your life so much that you get to a position where this is my only choice <laughs> yeah. that's what if you yeah. if that's not yeah whenever then we get to be proud about it like, yeah like he's a doctor in the night or day and then a Whatever, comedian at night. It's like, no, he's not a comedian. It's a real <laughs> fucking life. Um, what, uh, let's see, where were we at? Okay. So how did you find out, you know, how did you find out you got it or how did that process unfold then? Well, he basically had told me, he's like, hey, we're going to put you on the show. Uh, we like this five minutes. I'll let you know when it happens. And of course, like, just being super neurotic, I was like, it's not going to happen. Oh really? In my head, I was like, "He's just telling me this. It's it's gonna get passed by. He's gonna forget. He's gonna he's gonna forget. He's gonna fuck. Like hey, the show's gonna end. Conan's you know, spot. you would start hearing rumors like, oh, Conan is gonna be off the air soon, and then you just start losing your fucking mind.' 
because you, you do put a lot of importance of course. in it. Like you really think that this is going to define you, and in reality it doesn't. Not at all. So when he gives you the first, like, yeah, you're going to be on the show. It took about a year. It was about a year after Okay, that. about a year going back and forth with the tapes. It took, okay, so it, when he first started saying, hey, give me the tapes, it took about a year. Okay. And then when he said, hey, we like the set, and then it took another, like, almost a year before I actually got on the show. Okay. So the the set was, like, almost two years old okay. in a lot of ways. Yeah. The material was. Um, yeah. Did the bits that he cho- choose, um, did you like the bits that no. he was choosing? No. No, no. I didn't. Well, I did at first. Okay. But then a lot of things happened. It was two years. Yeah. And then I, I the first the open the first minute of the set, at least the first minute, those first maybe two or three bits, I was like, I don't I don't think these are TV ready. These aren't. They were two mm-hmm. years ago, but they're not now, because of what was happening um, in the world. And I I, I think we are going to listen yeah, to the yeah, set later. Yeah, yeah, yep, we so will. So it was something we can talk about. But, okay. Um, the first bit. Is, you can yeah kind of go into that. You want me to go into now? It now? Yeah, okay. yeah. I mean, so we don't want to break it down long. Term, yeah, the yeah. first bit. Well, the first, the opening bit was a very like, could be construed in a misogynistic way. That's not you. <laughs> and uh, that guy referred to my girlfriend as a bitch in the first, and I and I and I was aware like when he, at first I was like this is fine because it was two years prior, and I was like we're not really in this place of like, right, the social reawakening. This, yes, and, yeah, yeah, all that shit, and and um. I started to realize, like, hey, this isn't going to fly. This isn't how I want to be represented. And then I, like, started to press back. I said, hey, I want to change this. And they came back with, like, no, this is the way we like it. And I'm like, well, I'm not saying bi- – I'm not going to call my girlfriend a bitch in the first 20 seconds of my wow. TV set. You're ballsy. Hold on. So and how far out from your booking were you doing that, kicking back? Weeks. Holy shit! Yeah, we, I don't yeah, think I have the balls, no, especially after yeah. two years of okay, this is yeah, what I'm gonna yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. And Honestly, I was scared, I'm and impressed. I was sending them, I was sending them brand new. Fi- I'm like, hey, I'd rather do this, mm-hmm. and they were like, yeah, we like it, but let's save it. Like, we're, we're gonna do it again, so you know, no, dude, there later. Won't be and I'm like, and in my head, it. I'm like, ah, if I this first set doesn't go well, then there isn't gonna be yeah. another time. So what are we doing? Like, let's just fucking and they just part of it was me being scared to push too much back. I think at this point. I would put my foot down and be like, I'm not going to do the set unless it's a certain way. I don't think you would. Back then, I was too scared to say, to be a definite no. Yeah. To be like, I'm not doing this. I think any comic, just for the audience, to even in your first three spots or something like that, it would take incredible balls to play that kind of poker. Yeah, to actually yeah, sit yeah, back yeah, and go yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. nope, right. I'm not coming. Because it's, you know, I think to a lot yeah. of us, or we know that it's not about the fucking set online, or you know, necessarily. It's sure. about getting on the goddamn sure. show. But there's know? so much, yeah, exactly. And there, and there's just so much like pressure of like, well, I want to be able to say I have this credit. Yes. Reg- mm-hmm. Like I don't care what happens. I just want to have this credit, which is maybe dumb. I've had in some ways. I've had it's- five club owners sit me down and say. I would headline you routinely if you just get a TV credit. Yeah, yeah. Which, you know, is, so, I mean, it's which is dumb in painful. itself, right? Because right. the audience doesn't show up at their club because you have right. a Conan credit. That's not that's how. Although, it works. although I would say, yeah, and just from working at For comedy people. clubs, like people that walk by that aren't avid followers of the comedy scene, if they see 
as seen on Conan or something that they recognize, even if you maybe yeah, did I like guess. one speaking part, then yeah, right. then you can think it just gets butts in the seats. Right. Yeah. No, I can see it like I do understand it. It's just uh it's a shitty part of our business, but yeah. for sure, at least for me. <laughs> so yeah, it wasn't like I knew that first minute wasn't the way this set should go. Which really adds to the stress going into it yes tremendously yes. that would yes. fuck and i don't want to blame them head. because they did say they were like well if you really you know they, they, it was like a weird thing it was like i'd never felt comfortable enough to be like no i'm gonna do it a different way but it could have been just me being scared to push back and afraid that they were gonna pull the set but they I, were gonna, I think you know what i'm saying things, i think both where like maybe on their true. end they're like dude if you didn't want to do that set then why didn't you just you know what i'm saying yes. like they could have just like, if they hear this for whatever reason, they could be like, yeah, well, if you would have just said you were uncomfortable with it, then we would have let you do it. But in my head at that time, I'm like, I'm just this fucking kid from Minneapolis, Minnesota. Like, I don't know how, like, in my head, Hollywood is this big fucking yeah. thing that I don't know how to o- and overcome. And you're not an L.A. comic in the scene exactly. with them where you know them personally or something. Right. Yeah. You know, to us, yeah, yeah, it yeah. is a difference. I feel like they're doing me a favor. Of course. Right? Of course. They so, are, like, they you do. don't want to push back. Yes. No, yeah. I think it, I'm I'm actually blown away that you even like I can see I would very passively push back like hey how about this other one I I just like this one better but yeah, the, yeah, yeah. at the first I wish no, I did do yeah right and they're like yeah we and they, they push back like no we like it the way it is and I'm like well I'm not and I did tell them I'm not saying a bit and then they change it like okay well you can say asshole you can call your girlfriend an asshole instead of the bitch, yeah, bitch would have been funny <laughs> and then the bit's not yeah. as good right because. You know, so this so, bitch is way funnier, but uh, <laughs> so for the overall and ends up she was a bitch. So, the part. Um, so uh, let's see. So a year or basically two year process from inception to um, being on stage, and then one year from when he said you got the gig. When they say you know you're going to be on Conan O'Brien, or you know, how do they tell you that? Do they? Do they introduce it like it's a big deal? Pretty funny. So I was doing a ton of acid at the time, um, and I was in LA, and I was I I kind of even given up on the idea that I was doing Conan at that point because I hadn't heard from them in a while, and I had like sent back the stuff that we're talking about as far as like, hey, I don't want to do this, I don't want to do that, and I saw like, you know, I I was kind of down about it. And I was hanging out with Shane Moss, who's my roommate at the time, and we were doing very funny man, funny podcast, uh, a lot of psychedelics together, Mm -hmm. and. I was just a weird place in my psychologically, and I was like, "Not this is gonna happen." I wasn't even read. I didn't even have my my um, voicemail set up on my phone. Like that's how out of tune I was. Sure. Like I didn't think anyone was calling. I wasn't checking my email. And then I got an e- like I got an email from the booker on a Friday. Like, hey, I've been calling you all week. You don't have your voicemail set up. Like what's going on? We want to have you on Monday. This was on Friday. And then I, I so I got I'm like, oh shit, I got the you know, I was with Shane. I'm like, hey, they wanted me to have me on Conan on Monday. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> he's like, what do you mean? I'm like, oh, I don't have my voicemail set up. They've been calling me all week because I would see the number on my phone, not recognize the number, thinking it was just another bill caller because right. I had all this debt and shit. And uh, he's fucking preaching the choir. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so then I called him back, yeah, and they're yeah. like, he's like, are you? Can you do it on Monday? And I was like, yeah, let's do it. And then. Uh, and then I started to get super nervous because I was like, this is the set they want me to do. And this is not a set I want to, this is not how I want to open this show. And um, everybody in my life was like, 
you know, basically telling me that, hey, don't worry about it. Like, you're just being self-conscious. And, yeah, which which but, I think is true. Which is true. Yeah. But I also knew, I also knew wholeheartedly that it was not the way I wanted to open that set. Which is true. But do you think that you created such a negative place for that to live? I mean, we'll talk about both. that more. Yeah, about, I think it's like, both. Yeah. Okay. Hey, I think s- it was a self-fulfilling thing, but also I think I'm right. And I when you say you had right. checked out, were doing psychedelics, didn't have your phone set up, had you been still doing comedy, or was this like? Oh a- yeah, I was oh. going up. I was going up in L.A., but that doesn't. I mean, you're going up. You're going up in like fucking pot dispensaries and right. like you know, like L.A. comedy scene is not what you think it is. Like it's not. No, we think you're it's doing shitty. a billion. Yeah, yeah. you do. Unless you can do famous. two sets a night, but they're like the worst sets you've ever. You know, like it's just. Yeah, what? once in a while I'll get up at the comedy store, or the Laugh Factory, and those are great. But you know, that's. Right, That's you're just out there floundering. The exception, you know? not the rule. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What? Um, how much had you been working that specific set with those cadences and beats to that point? A lot, up to like maybe two or three months before that. Because, like I said, okay. I feel like I just gave up at that right. point. I'm like, I don't think this is gonna happen. I haven't heard from this guy. Um, you, you hear all these other crazy stories. That's that's what it really was. Is like you would hear from other comics, like, oh yeah, JP. Or Conan, they said that I, my set's cleared, but I had never got it. Or, like, I just stopped hearing from right. them. Or, you know, that you hear these, like, horror stories. Right. Um, so I kind of convinced myself that it just wasn't going to happen. So then when you learn it's on, so you call them back and say, hey, hey, I'm here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, I'll be here <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, just blazed, you know, or yeah. whatever it was. And, uh, and then I was like, okay, I got to find sets in town. Right. I got to run the set. And, and you're not I did a that big a bunch swinging of times. dick at that point. I mean, were you able to get yeah, sets? Yeah, because I was able to, like, I had enough connections in L.A. at that point. Plan people's. Uh... People have seen me enough for, like, like okay, yeah, sure. Um, so I was able to run the set a few times. And, and again, like, that first minute, those first bits, I was like, this isn't working. Even this in the run It's not working. Yeah, it's really? not working. And maybe that was me. Like if you don't believe in your, if the oh. you're not gonna be able to, you can't it's fake yeah. stand up comedy. You just cannot fake it. You can you do just bits can't. that you like. I I think we every comic has stood on stage doing a bit that has crushed for a, a year and a half, and just that night it turns over. You're like, I just don't really like this yeah, bit because you don't like telling it. Anymore. And it's like the the audience respond, and you know you're doing it in the same beats, the same cadence for whatever reason. It doesn't fucking yeah, go. You're not, it's amazing. You don't have that light in your eyes, right? No, they yeah, they really yeah, yeah. fucking know how you feel for yeah, sure. Yeah. When they say you're on, you work the set wasn't going exactly great. Closing strong? Do you did you like the yeah, closing? Yeah, I, I, I did. I did. I mean, I, even the opening, I don't think are bad jokes. I right. think they're well written. They're if you look at like what actual stand up comedy is, like ABC, that those are good jokes. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just like I knew what what I was going into. I knew that this is a three o'clock in the afternoon studio audience sober. Right. These jokes aren't gonna fly. These this isn't they, these this Felt opening isn't the opening that these people want to hear. This set is gonna be really hard to pull off. I knew that after that first minute and a half, it was gonna be fine. I was confident in those okay. jokes. I thought they were good jokes. Um, I was fine with those jokes. I, I just wanted I just wanted a different opening. Right. Yeah. How did you react in those? You know, you essentially had forty eight hours to stew over this, which I don't know. If I that just was tried good to convince myself that it was gonna be okay. Were you, um, you know, did you sleep well? 
Not really. Okay. I was a fucking mess. Yeah. I'm be honest. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Mess. And the other thing too, I and I was still like, I really like wonder like what should have I, like I got sober. I stayed sober. I would do that too. Like I got the the news and I'm like I gotta fucking like me and Shane are hanging out, <laughs> Start fucking working around, out. and like and I'm like I gotta sober up and it's like, and then looking back I'm like well. I've never been sober for any of my sets. Like, yeah. why am I sobering up now for the, you know, arguably the biggest set in my life? Yeah. Why am I trying to be clear-headed, you know? And uh, Were you dead sober when you went on stage? Yeah. Like, not one beer? Uh, maybe. Like, I think I might have had, like, a beer. I would have like, at the Two or three. At the thing. In the back, but I'm not a big beer drinker, so well, or whatever, I'm more, in, you know, I'm not even a drinker. I'm more, in, you know, I like other right. drugs. Nitrous so. oxide. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like to do laughing guys. And for like jank him. He does a lot of jank him. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I sobered up, and then I, which I, I still think was a mistake. I Maybe not, but part of me is like wishes I would have like microdosed Molly. I microdose think microdosing Molly. Molly would be the best way to do a TV set for real because you're just like relaxed, you know, and you're so confident. So, a real thought process in your head is. What I should have done is microdose Molly. Yeah, <laughs> it's <like> a real <laughs> thought process. Make a note of head. that. <laughs> Still to this day. Mm-hmm. What and, and actually, um, I'm not saying you're wrong. Just so you know. <laughs> what? Uh, so the night before, slept like a million bucks. No, no, no. Okay, my brother um, and I, I. I like my brothers are so excited. I have um, three brothers, uh, uh, three like full brothers basically and two step brothers. My three full brothers were so excited that they 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 wanted to come out. They wanted to be part of it and and I didn't want to take that away from them. So they came out and um I, I, I don't want to say that that's a mistake, but like it is. I I don't think it was the best way for me to do that set. To have them there the whole time, like backstage. Like we you know, we got picked up at the by the limousine or whatever from Conan. I don't know if we're jumping Do ahead they still you, put you um, in a hotel room or whatever? Well, I was living in, in L.A. at no. that point, so they just came and picked me up. Okay. Do you yeah, get yeah. extra money for it, like a Yoder gig then? <laughs> <laughs> I had to, I had to like, <laughs> confirm that I wasn't taking the hotel. Right. Exactly. I had oh, to call. You didn't confirm in I actually time, had so to call they... John Yoder. Oh. <laughs> 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 what? what uh, so they sent a car. Because I want to make sure yeah, that you're there. The car, yeah. What do you get paid for it again? The whole the whole thing. I think it was about twelve hundred bucks. I think. Okay. Yeah. 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 That's right. something like that. What? Um, so then you get there at what time in the day? Super early. I got there. They pick you up at like noon. Okay. Brothers so were with you the whole time. Yeah, the whole time. And they're trying to like psych you out or up. I mean, which probably only fucks with your head. Yeah. More. They. I. They. I don't. It wasn't even. It wasn't their fault. Of they course didn't, not. They didn't even like psych me up. They were just excited in general, and like, it's just it's never how I've ever done a set. Right. I've never had my fucking family with me backstage before I go on stage, even when they were at the shows. I would like don't talk to me until after the show. That's what I was gonna say. I don't talk to my. I'm wife. not gonna like, fucking talk to anybody. She used to try to come. She'd be like, get the fuck away yeah, from me. I, I don't yeah, want exactly. this. Exactly. Yeah, I don't want. And like for whatever reason, I thought in my head that I had to like. Have appear relaxed yeah appear relaxed and like oh this is all good and like i wasn't i was in my head the whole time and we share a brain i like this guy brutal. yeah that's how i'd feel too brutal. and i and still i'm still glad that they were there in the sense that we got to experience it together because i think it was cool and like maybe maybe that's bigger than anything else maybe experiencing that with your brothers is bigger than not being in the right mindset 
going on stage. I would experience the third or fourth you know one with your brother. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. No, I don't know. But I, I get what you're saying. Really. I get what you're saying. But you get what I'm saying, though. Like of maybe, course. maybe I'm being too, like, I'm selfish in a way. Like maybe yes. it's not that big of a fucking deal. Maybe I'm tied up into my own ego, and who gives a fuck? I get to spend this amazing experience with three of my fucking brethren. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, brethren. Brethren? Is that how you say it? Brethren. But brethren? Brethren. Yeah. brethren. We won't, we won't a edit that word. out. No. But yeah. I have like a 40-word vocabulary, and I tried to, to those 40. put a number one on there, and now you guys called me out on it. I'm going to leave now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so um, let's see. Do they do – did you meet Conan before? Not before. Okay. I'm and then after. did – just to bring us to the countdown, anything that threw you off right before then, or how do you how do they bring you up? Wait, was, I had to sit there for like five hours. It's good. They good brought way. me to that fucking studio, and I sat in the fucking thing for like, like, and I'm like, yeah, we'll do a dress dress thing. Like, come out, and that was fine. And Make the your makeup marks. and stuff. Yeah, all that. And then the marks was that weird for you? I mean, you're yeah, generally pretty. Yeah, one weird thing. This guy came up to me. They had me come out and like where I was gonna perform, and I was like in my co- like uh, costume, my outfit, whatever. Costume. And, costume. <laughs> and uh. Uh, this guy comes up to me. He's like, "Hey, uh, you know, just so you know, uh, who's the guy from Everybody Loves Saul or whatever the fuck it's called?" Everybody loves Saul. What's better called Saul? Call Saul, whatever. It's like, are you trying to be cool? Like you don't? No, know I don't know that. I don't know that. I don't. Fi- I don't watch TV. Like better that. call Saul. Better call Saul. Yes. What's that guy's name? Odin. Bob Odenkirk. Bob Bob Odenkirk. Odenkirk. You don't know Bob Odenkirk? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Bob Odenkirk. So cool. <laughs> uh. This guy comes up to me and he's like, hey, you know, just so you know, like Bob Odenkirk did this. Sh- I saw Bob Odenkirk do this show and he did so badly. This is what this guy told me. So badly that they didn't air the show. They didn't air his set. That, That's what he, he told me. And he's probably telling you that to make you feel better because now but that then that he just walked, sees you melting But then he down. just walked away. Like he didn't give me anything like, yeah, hey, he, it's going to be fine or like, don't worry about it. It was like that and then away. Yeah, and I was like, is this good. guy fucking with me? How like, did you take that at the time? I felt awful about it. I'm like, really? I'm gonna, like, I'm gonna fucking. This is. I'm never. Like, that, not gonna air this. This is better. how bad this is gonna be. Like, how would you take? I. I mean, honestly, I think that would make me feel better. I like to know that people fucked up before. It's how I feel good and, about everything. You know, now yeah, that I think about it, maybe he was because Bob Odenkirk is like, you know, he's a right. Good he's star. Great. Yeah. Yeah, he's yeah, a, yeah. Right. Yeah. He's he he is a great. So that's yeah. good. Um, so that kind of fucked me up. But then also. Um, so had that guy seen you perform when he no. said that? No. Oh, so that that would have just made like you some feel stage great. guy, some right. stage guy. Yeah, oh, fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> and then what happened? Okay, so uh, the guests on the show, um, Savage, uh, the guy from Wonder Years, Fred Savage. Fred Savage was one of the guests. Son of a bitch. Yeah. So then the one like great moment in that was that it's me and my brothers, and Fred Savage is in the in the dressing room next to us or whatever, the green room next to us, but they wouldn't let us go meet him. Right, and we were like kind of pissed. We we're like, "Come on, like, we want to meet barely fucking meet a minute. So oh, we, okay. my brothers, because they have all this like equipment in there, like uh, like iPods and whatever, MP3 players, and like you can play any song you want. So we started playing the Wonder Years. <laughs> they wouldn't let us in there, so we started playing the just Wonder Years, the fuck, whatever the theme song is. We just yeah. blaring it. <laughs> That's uh, James, uh, Joe Cocker. Yeah. Right. The... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. Oh, we were just blaring it, hoping. 
Right. Maybe he would calm down. Hoping us, that he'd but. say, there's some cool motherfucking <laughs> yeah. right. story listening to Joe Cocker. I've only so heard they, this we song. We were definitely trying to keep it light, but like, and I was like trying to pretend like I was keeping it light, but inside I was a fucking mess. I was a mess. God, I can relate to that. I, I was a I, fucking mess. This this is helping me already, for real. <laughs> I, I would be that way. So, so yeah, micro whatever Molly. Microdose <laughs> Molly. Microdose Molly. Don't listen to I'm the one year But I mean, also, song. I'm an experienced drug user, so like microdosing Molly makes sense to me. So somehow, <laughs> what about when it's actually like curtain time, standing behind the curtain, ready to go? How did that? Well, here's what happened: is that okay? So typically on Conan, there'll be two guests and then the the comic, mm-hmm. right? So what they did this time, for whatever reason, they had two guests that didn't even go that well. So I was already like not feeling great about the audience. But then they had like, hey, we're gonna do a third guest that we're taping for a different show. So then they had a ten minute. That? They had a 10-minute break where the audience was just sat there, no stimulation, nothing, no entertainment, while Conan and changed clothes. Changed clothes. And then they brought this, this girl, I can't remember her name. She's a young actress, really young, like 16, 17. And they interviewed her, and it was a dud. It wasn't great. I remember sitting back there, and I'm like, this is, fu-. like, I can see nothing. The audience isn't interacting. They're not, like, cheering or laughing at all for the whole interview. Plus the 10 minutes before when they were changing. And then they have another 10 to 15 minutes of them to change back into the suits that they were wearing for this episode. Gillespie So time. you had like literally more than a half an hour of the audience being turned off. And then, it, yes, exactly. Yeah. Steve Ladies and gentlemen, Steve Gillespie. So when they. So I'm sitting back there like yeah. this is it's like it's like oh, it's like hosting a show. That's yeah. what it felt like hosting a comedy club. Like I'm coming out like dead cold right dead cold so i'm all i mean yeah that was a whole nother thing or like i'm sweating like this is this i know this is gonna be average how do they count you down to go out you sit behind the curtain they're like hey we're gonna come up behind the curtain and there's like two guys there and then they're like you know they basically just say wait till you hear your name and you walk out what were you thinking right in those moments standing behind the curtain was your heart you know, was your heartbeat remember. redlining? You don't remember, I don't like, remember. feeling I wish. panic or... I remember being... I remember feeling like it was the first time I was ever going on stage to stand up. For sure? <laughs> yes. That's oh, I, I mean, I don't... I know that's you're feeling vulnerable here or, or straight, whatever, that this is weird yeah. to admit. I, I don't think there's a comedian in the world who's done this for real who wouldn't relate to everything you're saying to yeah, some no, degree. I felt like it was... You know. Like, I felt like I've never done it before. Yes. Or like, mean, if I come out on a show now, like a, a club, I'm like, I don't give whatever. I don't give right. A fuck. I'm very fucking. Even if I bomb, I don't give a fuck. Right. <laughs> See, I yeah, I don't care if I bomb in certain way. Like, there's a lot you know of ways. I mean, but it's on my terms. Right? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Gotcha. Exactly. So, all right. So, have you listened to this or uh, watched this in a long time? It's been a while. Been a while. It's okay. A while. Have you seen? Have you gone through the the uh, comments? So. I have not, we but... Can, we can definitely read those. We, we will. Go through the we will. But before we do, do this, I want to tell you my experience with your set because I have a very... Yeah, uh, I have a very... Uh, I have more, too. I, I have I, more I, to I, tell you. Okay, yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. I was emotionally tied to your set for a very story. real way, and I was extremely excited because I felt like, you know, you're my kind of guy, so it's kind of like, all right, here's one of my kind of guys getting on yeah, the set, yeah, and it yeah, just yeah, it yeah, feels yeah. good, it, and I don't... That's not a very natural way for me to feel <laughs> or people like where I truly root for someone. Yeah. So you got it. 
I was doing a open mic at. Uh, boy, that's a little too much contrast. <laughs> no, I was in town. I was in Minneapolis. I was doing the Monday night comedy show at uh, Club Underground, Spring Street Bar and Grill. I don't know where the fuck it is, but I go there on Mondays. And, you know, they're doing that whole thing where it was a fairly busy night at the bar. And your set was about to come on. So I did the whole, like, where I talked to the bartender beforehand. I'm like, put this on. Everyone was being so loud, and they put it on. I turned, and I yelled to the bar, like, which I, I would never fucking do this in my real life. I don't know why, yeah, but yeah. I was like, everyone, listen up. <laughs> I'm like, this is a Minneapolis comic who's about to go on, you know, on Conan. Like, show some fucking respect. You know, I tried to turn it a bit of a joke, but I was... Yeah. I made a big proclamation yeah. that it's like, here's yeah. my friend. I had no story. idea how this is going to go. Right, stop what so, you're doing and everybody listen. Yeah. Did this. It goes on. You started a little bit shaky. You know, the wings were a little shaky. Mm-hmm. And then we were probably a good minute and a half in, and I was starting to shrink in my own shirt. Yeah. Like, you were sweating. Oh, my just like, God. I, was, I had flop right. sweat on the fuck. I was flop sweating. Like, I, yeah. I almost wanted to turn and shit on you to get the pressure <laughs> off me. But... I did not do that. But, uh, yeah, so, I mean, and I felt that very real, and yeah. I have nothing to do with this. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. So I, I can't even imagine. So if you have more to say about it that you think we should do a pre-show, let's do it. Otherwise, well, what happened play. after that? After that minute and a half? No, I thought, no, you absolutely rescued it to where it was fine. It, and that's how I would that's how I would describe yeah. it. I, it was rescue. It, it was awful. The yeah. fr- not awful, but it was bad. The because first minute, of the pressure, it was bad. And then, it was fine. There was a point, <laughs> like honestly, in fact, this is what I'll say. And I think Isaac Witty, another comedian who's done uh, spots, would uh, whatever agree. I called him and I said, "Holy shit." I fucking I'm I'm impressed with that set more than any because I've never seen anyone pull out of a dive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I yeah, mean yeah, for real, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, it would have yeah. been. And I did hang in there. I fucking hung in there. You I, hung I didn't. In there. I didn't break it. I didn't break character. I'm like, oh fuck, I'm bombing. But I felt that way, and I'm like, oh, just keep fuck, stay the course, and see what happens. Did you ever think about mentioning it, like that this isn't all going I could well? think in my head for that first like minute was like, oh my god, your career's over. Really? Yes. That's what was going through my mind. Your career's over. And then Jesus. about halfway through, I got an like, applause break, I think, about halfway through. And then I started to relax So you're trying to bit. just make you feel better. And but then yeah. that last, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And then the last two minutes, you know, it was just, it was fine. You, it was fine. It was just Truthfully, fine. if there's one thing people could get out of this podcast, I hope they start watching these sets with a realistic, you know, feel for what's going on. Because, man, I'm telling you, just the things of... Uh, my first time opening for Stanhope for a theater where it was like 950 people. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah. I remember there was a point where there's a little bit of hecklers starting up to the left, and those lines of thought starting to go. Like you're still telling your jokes, but you're thinking a oh, million yeah. fucking things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's and, you're and like I pulled out of that one and pull it right. It, it's it's fucking terrifying, and I've had to go the other way many times. So mm-hmm. yeah. So should we play it? Oh, yeah. Let's do it. So right. we're going to keep the mics on. Yep. We're going to keep yep. the mics on so you can make comments if you so want. So what are we going to do? We just want me to like commentate, basically? You don't have to do anything. We can listen to it. But yeah, I think it'd be interesting to know kind of what you're thinking. But All right. So here we go. We've got right. Steve Gillespie, April 25th, 2016, Conan. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. This is uh, what I look like. 
No, they're quick. Uh, yeah. Yeah, okay. my lady, she said to me recently, yeah. she goes, I want to talk about our sexual so fantasies. Tight. And I was like, ugh. Right away. Quick and tight. You might want to go first. Not the words. Nothing. She goes, well, sometimes I fantasize about you being a little bit more muscular. I don't think I can make Sometimes it I fantasize about you being a little less of a judgmental asshole. Yeah, not good. Can't be too mad at her, can I? Can't be too mad at my top 26 don't fantasies. Don't even involve her. <laughs> Number 13 doesn't involve me, for God's sakes. You think this, this is, is what I wanted to look I like? Remember. You think this is what I was it's going for? Better. Just bones wrapped in pale skin? You can hear the audience. It's disgusting. Every time I take off my shirt, I feel like I should apologize to people that are actually sick. I should have been better. Did That's they pipe in laughter? Can't even I wear watches. Know. Some of you guys got nice watches on. I can't wear it's watches. Better slide down to my bicep. And you look very comfortable. On Do I? Hey, yeah. what time Ugh. is it? Ah. Just not tough, you know? I'm not manly. I don't do anything manly. I'm from Minnesota, and I don't even hunt. Although I do this think we should I stop hunting. Going. I think we should stop hunting deer. I think if we stopped hunting deer, they'd stop suicide bombing our cars. That's a good bit. It's like even that shit can be sensitive to those That's what's people, happening, folks. You know? They're not blinded by the lights, and then they're running in front of your car. That doesn't even make any sense. Stop saying that. No, the older bucks are taking all the young, uneducated, poor deer, and they're turning them into fundamentalists. That's what's happening. Okay. Promises of eternal afterlife, all the Did hot white tail they can handle. Sure <laughs> You stopped looking at the ceiling. I got yeah, I had a really hard like physically. Yeah. When you watch it, you're like, where is he? I don't feel it. Seem I, got, I don't know. I don't want to look at the camera. Stop taking her birth control. I just want to do another yeah. TV set. She thinks that since she stopped taking her birth control, it's caused her to gain weight. I think it's all the cake I've been hiding her pill in. Were you relaxed at this point? I think so. A little more. She loves dessert. Next, I don't want to be a dad, man. I don't want to be a dad. I want to be a stepdad. That's what I really want to be. I want to be a stepdad. That's where it's at, right? Kid turns out okay. You're like, yeah, I helped raise him. He's a complete moron. You're like, oh, don't look at me. He's not my kid. I like that. That's one of my favorite lines. In really, Talk I to his dad already. <laughs> can't be having kids. I can't even take care of myself. I scheduled a dentist appointment last week for the first time in six years. Yeah, so last week I flossed my teeth for the first time in six years. Yeah, when I woke up in the bathroom floor after passing out from a loss of blood, I realized that I missed my dentist appointment. Can't be having kids, man. I got nothing. I got nothing. I don't like you guys. I don't have it all figured out. You know, I got credit card debt and my friend's Netflix password. Those are the two things that I have. You sound like a loser. It's not even his password, it's like his cousins or whatever. We're all using like one of 10 Netflix logins. There's like 10 of them out there. If you have your own Netflix login, you're in the Illuminati. That's what that means. It does yeah, sound way better. Yeah, you're going to eyes wide shut parties. Way better than I remember. Audience response, it, this is. This. Are you, did you I do something, Kevin? What did you do? I'm pressing the laugh track. I missed what I should have been. I know what I would have been good at. I know what I should have been. I should have been a Civil War general. That's what I should have been. That's a great... I'm serious. I would have been the greatest Civil War general of all time. I would have won every single battle. Oh, I, I just would have gone up to my troops one. before every battle. They weren't going like, to let me This time. This time. I shouldn't have talked over the punchline. We used to fight like idiots in the Civil War. It's getting big lines like 50 feet apart and shoot each other in the face for like four straight days. And then they would march the next battle, blowing into trumpets and pounding on drums. 
Because they hated surprises in the Civil War. They hated them. Can you pause it for hey, a second? Hey, so make sure you know we're coming. Not to break the rhythm, but do you feel... so? When now I that I heard this, that again... Yeah. Like, I've... And knowing where... Like, what happened before I got on stage as far as, like, the third guest and... Yeah. Like, that set makes sense. Like, it started super low. And yes. then it just gradually... So... I'm not shitting you. I'm not trying to shit on this or what at all. Mm-hmm. I truly do not remember it going this well. No, I don't either. Like I, like I don't either. To where I, I truly wonder if I uh, when they put them online, do they add a lot? Like, and I, I don't even want to fucking say that out loud because I don't want to yeah, take yeah, this yeah. from it. But it's just it, it, what, what it shows is how your emotion in the moment when you're tied to these things mm-hmm. is cloud, which um, there are other episodes we've done and mm-hmm. whatever, and that's a recurring theme now that is being revealed that is kind of fucking awesome so meaning like well, you you've done other episodes in the moment things. where you're like you no people are not remembering how they're set how they're sent what like they'll either, ah! think that it, they'll either think that it went really well and they listen to it they're like ah oh, this wasn't good or they'll think it went really bad basically like yourself uh, and then, oh this wasn't as bad as i thought yeah basically our ego protects us ah. and it start or your like emotions you know, like cloud that experience and then your ego protects it. However it is, whether it's sure. like, oh, no, no, you did good, man. No, no, that was good. Yeah, or else it's yeah, like, yeah. Oh, you're the worst, you're the fucking worst, <laughs> you know? Interesting. So, yeah, I don't know, because this is not, and I'm not at all saying that they did do that. I'm saying it's incredible how different it is yeah, from yeah, my yeah, recollection. Yeah, no, and, I agree. Yeah. And I would say, and from your perspective, you probably got to factor into the, like, you're in a bar where people yeah. necessarily yes. aren't But I did the same exact thing. Steve. I did the same exact thing. My brother's... And Shane Moss, we were all like, let's go to a bar and watch this the, as it's... You did do that? We did do Even that. Even after you felt bad about it? Yes. And we did that. And there was other people in the bar that weren't like... They were like watching sports and shit. And mm-hmm. like, hey, we're going to fucking turn this Conan set on. This guy oh, was just on fuck. it. He's in the bar. <laughs> and like <laughs> Shane... I was with Shane. And Shane's like, you don't, you shouldn't do this. Like he didn't even see the set. He wasn't at the, at the studio or anything. He had no idea. He's like, don't... Like, like dude, you're crazy. I'm like, I don't... And my brothers. It was my, it was my brother's idea. They want to see it. And... uh so then we did exactly what you did. We watched the the oh, set and it, and it felt fucking horrible. And then like I had people coming up to me and giving you that like, oh uh, hey, hey, I thought it was funny. Hey man, you, you know it takes a lot of balls to get up oh, there. Oh, <laughs> I got that. Man. I got and I'm like oh my. And I, so yeah, it was like, I mean I would literally say it's been months of like, after that of like disappointment in myself and in like. You know, right, like like that was my shot. I blew it. You know that whole thing. So it is actually nice to hear it. Yeah, again until yeah. Like, let's just play it through just to get us like to thirty seconds. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Just because I. Yes, in case you don't got your cannons ready. No, I just aim them straight. We'll walk right into them. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you. All right. So, uh, so is that really where the set ended? I think I, I, I because to me yours like felt like that might have been a I don't cut know. Off I mean, it looked yeah, like it looked like you were about to turn and walk off stage. Oh, well, okay. okay. Yeah. So, yeah, it's been a little while, so I don't really remember. But how did you feel right when it ended? Did Conan say anything to you? Yeah, they were really nice. I mean, I think Andy Richter is like we really liked the jokes. Um, Andy Richter talked to me more than Conan did. Okay, I talked to Andy quite a bit. Um, Conan was super nice. They they were both like we really liked the jokes and. Um, 
and the, the booker said that that you know like everyone kept saying like the writing is really good the writing was yeah. really good the jokes are really good so i think that they thought that i was nervous which i was yes um but i think they kind of understood it too it's for like, sure yeah did yeah. you feel that way so when he does the walk over and all right everyone good night and shakes your hand and leans it in and says something to your ear what did he say right there <sighs> do you remember, remember? okay <laughs> i don't remember and it there's was so no, like surreal you know like it, it, it the adrenaline i feel like is pumping so much that you just you remember like snapshots of it yeah yeah it'd be like microdosing molly <laughs> <laughs> what uh so yeah so i guess how so initially do you delude yourself into like oh that was a good fucking set or do you right away feel bad i knew that... I, I i wasn't happy with it from the very moment yeah 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 does, does fear kick in? I feel like, like you know how it is. People? Like when you perform, like you know exactly where you are. You feel it. It doesn't matter if the crowd gives you more than you deserve. You know exactly how good you were in that set, in that moment. You know, and I knew that that wasn't. I think what disappointed me most is I knew that that wasn't my best. Yes. That was not my best. How do you feel? Was so- it serviceable? Was it fine? Was it okay? Fine. Sure. Yes. It was actually. It o- was okay. Just fine, fine. is what I. But it learned. was not. Yeah what i do right no and and there are moments that i believe there are moments that i personally believe that i am one of the best comedians in the world there are moments we'll edit that out for you (laughs) there are moments of course i do feel like that why would you do you know why would you do this if if you didn't think that and that's the moments that you want to be showcased right right trying to string those moments together well put and what um so when everyone did the whole like Hey man, that was great. Like your brothers and stuff. So for me personally, I've actually t- trying to train myself how to deal differently because people oh, tell yeah, me nice yeah. set and I give them just about yeah, a fuck like, off. Fuck, that was terrible. Yep. And then, yeah, I do. And that it's too. a big crybaby bullshit. Yeah, but, yeah, it's awful. But it's true. Like you're being honest. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. What? Uh, so you access that right away? Went into that with my brothers. I did. Yeah, yeah, of course. Sure. Yeah. What? How did it? Did it help your career? tangibly is there anything you got directly because of that right away sure. yeah. you know we all know there's a bump like you get certain things maybe but was there anything where you ever got to say like wow i got this all because of that mm, no it's more like just the next step in the it's kind of like you just get like i can get on good shows yeah. in los angeles i can get on good showcases which is sounds like nothing right. but if you're in the game it's a lot. It's huge because it like, there's a fucking eight billion of us trying to get those sets, and those are where the agents are. Those are where the industry is. Those are where people that are like actually the gatekeepers of, you know, show business, I guess. Right. Um, so yeah, that that definitely helped. And there's been a bump in some clubs and stuff, for sure. Um, but well, I also think that you, as a comedian, you think it's going to be more than it actually is. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Like I look at of like course. Mary Mack. I look at Mary Mack's Conan set, and I would say that was a great representation yeah. of what Mary Mack is, and she crushed. That was mm-hmm. like one of the best. Oh, that was one of the best Conan sets I've seen, and we're in the same spot. Yeah, we're in the same exact spot. So you start to realize like, oh shit, maybe it doesn't really matter, <laughs> right? You know, and that's depressing in itself too. We're like, I worked so fucking hard to get this point, and eh, it doesn't really. You know, absolutely. Could go. It doesn't mean much either way. It's not going to hurt but it you. Does. It doesn't. It does. If you it would does have told to yourself, this is where it does, is to all your families and friends, and also if you would have told yourself when you started doing this, 
that you would get get mm-hmm. on Conan and get this. It's it's a great achievement that you earned. Oh, absolutely. You, you but it's funny though, it. like you say with family, right? Like oh, that whole, whole attitude of like you're doing stand up for a living. The Conan that bought me like a year. <laughs> then it's like, it. why, now, yeah, like, yeah, why haven't you been on Conan? I, like, this Christmas, like we're holiday time right now. I've started getting it again. Like, so like this is like, what, what do you, where do you see this going? Like, oh, you, so where do you see yourself in ten years? Right, I was asked now, that. Now they're looking. I was for the next asked step. that. I was asked, where do you see yourself in ten years? And I was like, D- <laughs> D- I, <laughs> it's not. This isn't a corporate ladder, right? Like, mm. What do you mean? Hopefully, right. still I hope to making be a, vice a living. I hope president of comedy in the next two years. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hopefully, still making a living doing an art form. That's yes. how. How else can I answer that? There's no way else to answer that. It is nothing less than a great achievement. It really is. You know, no. You know, we all know it doesn't make you a better comic or what. You know, whatever all yeah. that shit. But it shows, uh, like you know, what I would say it shows is. Sort of not only merits of your intelligence and skill and all that stuff, but sort of your ability to polish yourself and play the game and be, I don't yeah. know, it, it is, it's uh, a, yeah. uh, whatever, a show of your professionalism. And it's good. I, I don't know. I think it's great. So, well, congratulations. Hopefully you again. Yes. And hopefully you get to you will. Too, Gabe. You will. I want to see you out there. Yeah, I don't really In want to. In a suit. <laughs> <laughs> but I think just to to wrap this up, since you're an actual funny person who can take a punch in the face, do you want to read some of your comments? As oh, we gosh, oh. yeah. Do Are you want to read some, too? Yeah. I haven't. It's been a while since I've gone through Yeah, these. we can both do it. I like this first one, because this is just the first <laughs> one. I did not cherry pick this. I disliked this before it started because I saw the dislike bar and wanted to be part of the winning team. <laughs> that guy's fucking funnier than either of us. Or what? we got the uh, Tavin, you got one? he stole the Netflix Illuminati bit from Adam Ray. Yeah, who the fuck is Adam Ray? I don't even know who oh, he is. Oh, I know. He's a podcast guy. Yeah. Wow, this guy bombed. Uh, how about, damn, Tignataro is usually funnier. <laughs> I get Tignataro a lot. Do you do? I huh? get that one a lot. Oh, I like this one. He's as bad as female comedians. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow, so this guy... This guy is awesome. Strange voice, but very strong act. Yeah, you know there's this a, guy. It's a, it's about half, uh, half uh, really like it and half hated it. <laughs> like there isn't really a lot of Tim Harmson. Wow, look at this. Someone actually put a. Uh, oh yeah, um, Tim Harmson does this for our turkeys videos too. <laughs> he just like, <laughs> go on and write nice stuff. We're gonna read the nice one. This guy okay. is hilarious. It was his national TV, TV debut. The only reason the crowd isn't rolling is because it was an unfamiliar phrase. The material bangs. That's uh, an actually very and I, li- I like the ones that are just straight to the point. Like, I didn't like him. Yeah. Like, this not is, for me. He seems cool, really. but the funniest part is when he pauses because he thinks the joke is hilarious, and he only gets a little laugh from the crowd. <laughs> laugh my, my ass, ass off. off. <laughs> <laughs> That's what an awful... <laughs> There was some really good one on and there. And then they said on this one that Conan didn't say, that was great. That was fantastic from Conan. Yeah. So that's There's like, one that says, uh, uh, I think it's just say, not my cup of tea. <laughs> <laughs> just, let's see. Yeah, I'm going to look for a good, uh, pretty good. Enjoyed the humor. That's almost more hurtful than any of them. Well, and uh, Big Fat Cock says, this guy should quit standing. <laughs> there was someone that said, uh, "Oh, got a TV set too early." Boy, that's they know how to get to the heart of it. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> uh, 
this guy looks like the internet stalker that Leafy made a video about. <laughs> <laughs> this guy said, uh, is that his real posture? And it's not. <laughs> I was so nervous. <laughs> real what? Posture? Yeah, yeah. I had a weird posture. I couldn't. Like, it's so weird what your body does when you're nervous. You when know? you start oh, thinking yeah. of your body, yeah, it's death, just too. start, like, this is never how I stand, ever. Hey, Damn. There's a guy on here who commented. His name is Savage. Steve is the name of the boy. But I, but I, but I like Stevie or something yeah, like that. Yeah, but I like Stevie. Is that Fred Savage? <laughs> <laughs> he call you Stevie behind you Stevie? closed doors? This guy says, uh, damn, you've had some pretty shitty comedy guests, but usually the audience laughs their asses off at the shittiest of jokes. This was hard to watch. Oh, yeah. Uh, this one, worst male comic to appear on the show in a good while. Huh. Oh. What a loser. I thought, L-O-O-S-E-R. I, I thought I it thought, was some sort of transgender <laughs> judging reading. from the thumbnail. I thought it was some sort of transgender judging from the thumbnail. <laughs> Awesome. We need to read the comments on everybody's videos. Yeah, that's forward. a good thing to do from now on. Thanks for bringing this. And I guess we should end with a negative one, but uh, I know that's opposite of usual. But that's just you know, don't get the hate. I really like this. Like that's that, that maybe that's just who I am. I'm just polarizing. Yeah, I'll say, and I feel like that's the job like you want to do is have people feel either one way or another about yeah, you. Yeah, I think you're right. You don't want them to leave indifferent. I think you're right. I think Gabe does that to people too. What's that? I think that's Gabe's make them like me. <laughs> make them like you, or oh just... no, I'm not like that anymore. Now I'm a <laughs> oh, crowd pleaser. Died. They call me the gringo crowd pleaser. <laughs> Let's see. This guy needs to work on his delivery big time. This is evidence of why delivery and timing can mean a whole lot. Great fucking comment, radioactive. <laughs> Snake, you fucking douchebag. What a fucking dumb shit. Uh, to is... think that you'd weigh in and like, here's what I know about comedy. This just right. shows how important delivery and timing are. Yeah. Yeah. Big time. Yeah. Fucking asshole. That's good. Steve, you're funny. Fuck these people. Everyone knows that. If you've ever seen Steve or get a chance to, honestly, he gives my, he gets my highest ever, 16 diamond out of a possible 92 diamond. <laughs> Recommendation, which is the tide for the highest I've ever given. So, please you, go Gabe. go watch Steve Gillespie. Listen to his podcast under our covers. Under our covers, yeah. You'll see him on our podcast. Buy his album. Steve, what's your best album? Even if they had to buy one track, what would you say they should buy? One track. I'll tell you which one. That slave one. I love that slave. That's on the first album. First the album. Fever. I love that one. But Steve your second Fever. album is your best album. Yeah, I'd say. Alive on stage. Yeah, alive on stage. All right, that was our episode with Steve Gillespie. Um, definitely go see Steve at any show you can. I hope you guys enjoyed that. He's really funny. Um, and and I really appreciate anyone who lets us um, watch something that they're not very proud of. That's, uh, that's what truly funny comics do. So um, let's see. Steve has his own podcast called Under Our Covers. Check that out. It's really, really interesting as well. It's about his kind of, he's a, very open. He's a sexual pervert is what he is. And so is his girlfriend. And they, they do a podcast about all the pervy shit they do. So check that out. And then um, I'm going to be at Comedy Underground this March 2nd and 3rd. So uh, buy some tickets. Come on out and see us. Go to It's Comedy Underground in Minneapolis, Minnesota, Friday night and Saturday night at 8 p.m. Buy the tickets. It's a small place, so it's probably going to sell out. So thanks, and I hope to see you guys there.